The views and opinions expressed on Nerds and Beer are solely those of the hosts and guests who clearly know just enough to be dangerous. Please do not try this at home. Hey everybody, welcome back to another fun-filled episode of Nerds and Beer. I am Nerds and Beer. <laughs> I am Cash, joined by Joe, also known as Crash, and then we've got uh, Senior McClunky, who's hey yo, he's over here in the kitchen uh, making a sandwich. <laughs> the, the, the sound of cheese opening. <laughs> the sound. The of sound cheese. of cheese. So we just want to thank everybody for coming back. Join us for another episode. I don't quite remember what number episode this is because I failed to get that information prior to the start. Hey, that's okay. We'll we'll put it like when we actually put the episode up, it will be numbered. But we don't really need the number. Yeah, we right? don't. We don't. But we've uh, we've got quite a bit of new content we can talk about today. Um. We are at time of recording this. We have just had yesterday the release of episode five of WandaVision, was it? Yes. Yes, episode five. So we're past that halfway point now, correct? I'm I'm kinda counting this as the halfway point. Just because ep- like the first week episode one and two came out together. Mm. So like I think this is the halfway point of the season. And your takeaway so far, what do you think? I cannot tell you how happy I am with this series. (laughs) See, and and I've had numerous conversations with people about the show, and I do enjoy the show for what it is. For me, it doesn't have that same uh, excitement that The Mandalorian had. Like, each Friday when it's released, I'm not like, oh, we got to get home, or I got to get home, or, you know, wake up and watch it right away like I did with The Mandalorian. Um. For me, it's like, yeah, I'll watch it when I get to it. It's still good, but it's just not that exciting for me because I don't know enough of the character background and, you know, what what happened in the comics with them, I guess. so. And it's, it's funny that you put it that way because I was just thinking yesterday um, how I've, I've been surprised how much I'm into this show. And I'm almost on the other side of it. And you know me, I loved Mandalorian. That show was freaking mm-hmm. amazing. And it was like counting the minutes until the new episodes came out when it was Mandalorian time. But this this show, um, after, you know, it, it certainly is still quirky. Mm-hmm. But after those first two episodes when it was like, where is this going? Once we got to episode three when we saw that, okay, there is going to be a lot more going on than just this quirky sitcom-ish thing. Um, I, I think I anticipate this show more than I did. Really? That's... Yeah, just because I think, I think, and again, we saw it last night, um, this show, even though the Scarlet Witch and Vision aren't like primetime characters that, that people were like, holy crap, we need to see mm-hmm. more of them. Um, the MCU does such a good job making those characters interesting, but I think what we saw last night is how big of a door this show is going to open for everything else in the MCU. And this is like, uh, not to use the term I used a few minutes ago, but a gateway drug for 
a lot of other stuff and a gateway drug for the next big, I think, MCU event. Yeah. So you think we'll get the the next Thanos-style character out of this series? I think we will. I think we will. We may not get a big dose of it. And I, I think it may be just a tiny little drop at the at the end of this season. Mm. But I think we're going to get a peek of either the major character or a, at least a major player uh, or a major bad guy in the next, you know, the next, what do we call it, story arc. Oh, okay. Well, and, you know, I have to agree with you. When the first two episodes came out that week, I was like, uh, what is this? You know, it's kind of weird. It was decent, but. I, I still I wasn't blown away. I think the third episode where they um, had Darcy come back, and then you had uh, what was his name from Ant Man? Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, or or as Emily calls him, or sorry, as Nine calls him, Asian Jim from The Office. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. He did play him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um. So we had them come back, and it was kind of cool how they did that to like have them watching the episodes on TV, you know, and we had just watched them the week prior. So it was kind of cool how they tied that together. Um, probably, probably one of my favorite episodes up until this point, maybe with the exception of last night's new release. Um, but there's, there's a lot of uh, rumors flying around about the show, about who some of the neighbors are and, like you said, who the, the villain is going to be. Um, but one of the things that people are talking a lot about, and I'm not sure if you've heard about it, is that this show is actually taking, in a lot of fans' eyes, the worst movie from the MCU, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, and actually making it better. What do you think? Uh, I really hadn't thought of it that way, but I'll 100% agree with that. And not that age of ultron was bad it was a good movie but it's allowing or or it's opening the door for the storytelling you know in this one um or in this you know in this series but and and it's adding a lot of a lot of depth to age of ultron and adding a lot of depth to the characters that honestly at first i wasn't really crazy about um the portrayals of the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, you know, back in Age of Ultron. Like, I was okay with it, but it wasn't the best part of the movie for me. Um, but now what they've done and what they're doing with them, it's like, man, those are really, they're really adding depth to those. Those are good characters. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. I mean, throughout, and I guess we can start by saying we're going to talk about some of the stuff in these episodes. So if you haven't watched all of them, you might want to turn this off and go watch them. Oh yeah. I, sorry. I didn't do spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> so with that being said, uh, in the episodes, I, th- I think at least once for sure, um, there was mention of Ultron. Your thoughts do, do you think we'll see Ultron and like re reborn coming back or like a flashback scene with him. Like, what do you think? Do you, will we, will we get him back again? Um, I don't know. I think it would be really cool to see him maybe as a flashback. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to give us him back. Like in present day, he's back. He's out there as a threat. 
Um, they might give us like an Easter egg somewhere like that. There's the chance he could come back, you know, hinting at that in Mm -hmm. the future. Um, I do think we're going to get a lot more mentions of him and probably I would say a a flashback or two at least. Yeah. I would kind of hope so. I mean, I feel like they could do so much with his character in between like what we saw in age of Ultron there. There's just, there was so much downtime and they could, you know, evolve his story so much more, I think. Well, and Ultron is like in the comics, Ultron is um, a recurring villain. Like he's he's one of their major. Is it Nemesis or Nemesis, nemesis. <laughs> over <laughs> over the years? So having him back or having the door left open for him to mm. come back uh, would be pretty badass. Yeah. That would be pretty sweet. So we'll see what happens. Uh, one of the other things a lot of people are talking about is that WandaVision has now effectively given Darcy, who we first saw from uh, Thor, right? Uh, yes. They're saying Darcy has more character development now in WandaVision than she had in any of the Thor movies she was in. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with that. And I'll, I'll uh, add that I like her as a character. You know, I like that actress. You can't laugh at me too much, but I was a fan of her in Two Girls. <laughs> I like that show. Uh, yeah, she, she's so, got that, I don't know, spunky attitude, like kind of sarcastic. And you're like, man, she's she's just kind of like a jerk sometimes, but she's like great, like yeah. very upfront with people. Yeah, and she, she's snarky and she's rude, and I, I think she's yeah. pretty funny. So, so I, I do like the character development that we're getting from her. When we first see Jimmy Woo as well, he does the card trick from Ant-Man. When yeah. He pulls out the- oh, dude, thank you so much for pointing that out. I was going to get to that, but you beat <laughs> me to it. Um, Nines found that, I think it was Nines, or was it one of you guys, and sent it to me. And I, I just thought that was such a great, like, tiny yeah. Easter egg. But to have that, like, the scene from Ant-Man, like, play a part in this show, so yeah. that's great. No, it was really cool. And and I like how his development came along, too, because when you first meet him, he's just like a, you know, like a run-of-the-mill agent, cop, whatever. And now he's, like, this bigger role in the FBI. And I think we should we should take some time, you know, as we go to kind of focus on each of the characters. You know, we touched on Darcy. Um, I think, and don't be offended, I'm going to refer to him as Asian Jim just because Nines does all the time because we're such, we're such huge office people. Um, But, uh, you know, I've heard how great um, his character is being received and there's even, you guys have probably seen it, there's a lot of rumors that based on his popularity from WandaVision that they may toss out the idea of doing like a spin-off when this is all done of him being like an investigator like a kind of an x-files yeah. type marvel universe show where he's like investigating weird things and stuff like that i think that'd be a neat way and a neat uh storytelling vehicle to get into like he could go around and do um stories on characters that are like really obscure mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that, and just give give some characters some life that normally wouldn't see the light of day in a normal. Yeah, that'd normal be pretty show. sweet. He'd be like a almost like I don't want to say a knockoff Nick Fury, but he'd be similar to Nick Fury. Yeah, without like Nick Fury, without the f bombs, and maybe a little bit like 
funnier. Ooh, what about this? Let's pitch this idea. Uh, a spinoff yeah, show with him, but it's him and Ant-Man teamed up together. That would be so amazing. <laughs> him and Paul Rudd. I mean, we've already seen how funny yeah. they are together. Um, that I think that would be great. McClunky, man, are you going to join this conversation? You're just yeah. sitting here stuffing your face. He's he eating is. chips, man. He's, he's, he's ravenous. Boy. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we've got Agent Jim. We've got Darcy. <laughs> um, uh, one of the other things now, this is going to kind of, like, segue because we obviously are halfway through the series. We don't really know what's going on. There's a lot of people who are seeing things and perceiving them one way when we all know that the MCU is, has a knack for taking what you think you know and completely flipping the script. Um, a lot of people thinking mm-hmm. there's going to be a big bad villain in this. And then some others say we've already met the villain. What are your thoughts? I think that both of those both of those ideas are right. You know, not that one has to be right all the time, but I think you, you're right on both those angles. I think we are going to get a glimpse of a big bad. How much of a glimpse? I don't know. You know, we may, we may get that full on, okay, here he is. He's the bad guy. This is what he did. Um, I, I tend to think that we're going to get just a small glimpse of him um, as someone that pushed Wanda over the edge and that she's she is the in essence the villain of this show she's the one that is you know doing all the bad things she's the one that's you know controlling the town um and she's the one that has to be stopped um but i do think that there's someone else in play that's you know helped to get her to this point so i think i really think both of those are right wanda is the one that eventually will have to be stopped but who pushed her on this path or who has augmented her powers to the point of being able to do this. We don't know. In last night's episode, uh, well, episode five, I guess, um, when it seems like some of the characters are starting to realize that there's more than what's meets the eye, I guess, than the behind the scenes, what's happening. Um, There was an interaction with her and vision at one point, and it almost seemed like she, is somewhat conscious of what's happening, but also like quickly snaps out of it, almost like she's being controlled too. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think that's the case too, is that she's being manipulated and she's having these moments where she's very aware of what's happening, but then snaps back to the television reality? I I think you're right there again. Um, I think at the start, you know, after she created this anomaly, obviously she was aware of it when she created it. You know, she was aware of it at first, but I think she created this bubble reality. And at first she was not aware of it. She was just happy living in it. You know, it was what she wanted her life to be. Um, But then slowly as things progress, she's starting or she started to become more aware of it. You know, as there's little, little glimpses of other people, you know, people wake up for a second or are confused for a second. As those increased, I think her awareness of what was going on increased. Um, I think the point we're at now, she's almost completely aware that she's doing this and that she's, in air quotes, Mm -hmm. in control. 
um, and she's trying to keep everything else out. Um, I don't think she's aware that she's being manipulated, mm. though. Yeah. Um, there's talks going around, too, that we've already seen the big bad for this show, but this big bad guy is hidden, like in plain sight. There's that rumor yeah. going around that some of the townspeople are disguised as him. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are you guys are on fire today because I would I would bet you know dollars for donuts that that's true that he's been like in one of the crowd scenes or in the office scene or you know whoever it is or whoever he's masquerading as we've seen the bad guy right. somewhere and there was rumors going around that um, uh, that it could be Dottie that this villain could be disguising as her because the way that she sort of manipulates Wanda at points. But um, I don't think that's true because of the scene when the radio starts coming in, she snaps out and she's like, what are you doing to us? Mm. I don't think it's her, but there's rumors that we haven't seen Agus, her husband yet. She keeps mentioning him, but we've never seen him. Mm. And people are like, oh, it might just be a running gag. Well, there could be more to it. I think Agnes plays a pretty key role. Um, exactly what I I don't know yet. At first, I thought she was like the one behind it; that she was the one manipulating Wanda. Um, now I'm kind of on the fence. I think that maybe she was the one that started Wanda on this path. Like maybe she was working with her, um, you know, trying to build her power up or train her more in magic. And then that opened the door for whoever the big bad is. You know, that opened the door for him to get a hold of Wanda yeah. to do what they're doing. Yeah. Because I think she's... Agnes is more important, but I do kind of view her like the way she's been the last episode or two. She almost looks like a more of a victim now, too. Yeah. Yeah, and I found that scene really strange when she's with the babies. And she says, do you want me to take it from the top? Because Vision says something that he wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, he stops her from doing it. Like, she was supposed to, like, in the continuity of the TV show, she was supposed to hold the babies and, and you know, quiet them and appease them. And he stops her, and it, it freaks her out. And it almost looks like it scares her that he went off script. Yeah, right. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how these next few episodes play out and what they plan is with it um shifting gears just a little bit with this new episode too i wanted to touch on the fact that they showed the footage of uh wanda taking vision taking his body yeah so what i i don't know if a lot of people knew this or not i just actually found this out i think earlier today myself was that that was actually those scenes with wanda taking the body was supposed to be a cut scene from the end of endgame uh yeah. Really? So, oh, did you? I think I. Oh, think Ma- I told McClunky, you. McClunky told me. I just probably wasn't listening. So. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, they were going to use that as a cutscene for Endgame, but they decided against it because if they did it, then they thought that it would give a little bit too much away, or um, it was at a time that they hadn't quite announced Wandavision, I think. Right. And so they were afraid that it would right. leak to the reveal of the show and stuff like that. So they pulled it, and I thought it's really cool that they had that seen filmed for so long and now they just incorporated it in the show which was kind of cool right 
Yeah, both those both those facts are cool. To, I I had no idea that that was part of or going to be part of Endgame, but that makes a ton of sense, and it makes a ton of sense why they didn't use it too, because like you said, it would be almost too soon of a tip of the hat of okay, what's going to happen in the next Marvel phase? Where I think they decided to go with more of like a clean ending, like okay, this is the end of you know phase. What is that phase yeah, four? Yeah. They just let it. They let it stop there instead of like in every other movie they had. Like, okay, this leads into something else. Yeah, I um, <laughs> with her stealing his body, and then uh, the last episode we got to see that moment where she looks away and then she looks at Vision, and he's like the dead Vision with like the yeah ripped out of his head and stuff. And that that like. I thought that was an awesome scene and it was kind of cool to see like that transformation, like his, you know, the, the dead version of him that we last saw him with, like the actual him. Um, I thought that was cool how they did that, but then it also like gives you that sense of like, this is kind of messed up. Like weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. Like she's holding his dead corpse around and like pretending that he's alive. (laughs) Right. And it really sh- it gives you a glimpse of how mentally unstable she is. Like, she's created a new reality with a corpse. Yeah, it's so weird. I'm pretty sure that there's laws yeah. against this. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. Um, now, to jump backwards a little bit before we get into some of the big reveals in the last episode, um, talking about characters, what what is your opinion of... And I know you don't have a, a ton of working knowledge from the character, but the the uh, agent Rambo, like uh, Monica, is yeah, Rambo, yeah. I believe. So, what are your thoughts? McClunky's on got a lot more because I'm going to be honest with you. Like I said, I I'm enjoying the show, but I am nowhere near like your guys' level on who's who. And it wasn't until the episode that um, we see her in the hospital when the snap happened and everybody came back yeah it wasn't until that point that i was like wait that's the that's the little girl from captain marvel (laughs) like i had no idea who she was and i was like oh okay and then brody's explaining it to me and i'm like oh okay so my views on her are very basic um yeah i i don't know i don't really have a whole lot on her yet just because i don't i just found out who she was (laughs) uh but um there's uh, evidence too, because in the comics, he turns into what's uh, Proton is the name? Is that Proton? Yeah, I believe that's been hinted at in Captain Marvel. It was on her mom's plane. That was the nickname on the plane. Yeah. Uh, but I think because of the fact that she came back from the snap and then was just yeeted out of the pocket dimension. That, um, <laughs> yeeted. Okay, you, you got to stop for a second. You win the internet today because you just use the word yeet. Yeah, but she uh, throws her out of the dimension uh, and that might have enhanced her in some way to have superhuman abilities in a way. Because mm-hmm. um, if you notice, there's a whole scene where they were like, when she, she came out of the, the hospital bed and she was, they were all like, wait, are you okay? Like, these x-rays and all this is Yeah, she's like, there's right. nothing here. Right. You know, that's this opens up a, a question I want to ask you guys, okay? Um, the, you know, the character in the comics, um, she ends up 
not really stealing, but ends up being endowed with some of Captain Marvel's powers. And she, for a time, becomes like the second Captain Marvel and then takes on the, you know, the photon personality or persona. Um, so she's a, in the comics, she ends up being a straight up superhero um, and an Avenger. But what do you guys think? Because she responds oddly when you when captain marvel is referred to like she doesn't want to talk about captain marvel um and then like you just pointed out the test results like the x-ray they took was unreadable and then the labs were whacked out um and she she doesn't want to investigate that like she's like no i'm done here you know we're done here do you think she's already had like has that already happened previous and she already has powers or do you think that, you know, that's yet to happen? Or do you think that whatever Wanda did to her endowed her with powers? Like, what, what do you think? I think that she just had something done to her and she has the powers, like, forming now inside of her. Um, but I think she's so preoccupied with other things going on that she was like, nah, it's probably just something with the equipment. So, yeah, I'm not going to worry about it right now. Uh, that's my thought. I think she's angry at Captain Marvel too because uh, maybe because she wasn't there when her mom died or. When... See, now that's a good angle. I didn't think of that. Could be that's a a good idea why she would have like hard feelings towards Captain Marvel or you know just not happy mm-hmm. feelings, right? Because I at first I was thinking she already has like she already has the Captain Marvel powers or the little bit of power that you know she gets she already has that and she's like keeping it under wraps because in the, well, I think it was episode three when we basically learn about her history with sword, you know, there's, I think a couple references to the fact that she was an agent that was up in space. Like she was up out doing stuff um, out and about. So I, I was kind of thinking she already has mm-hmm. the powers and she's keeping them quiet. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's either a cool Easter egg or it's hinting at something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think McClunky's got a good, good view there with the fact that she's probably upset with Captain Marvel. She bailed. Mm-hmm. I do. I do really like, and again, the MCU has done such a good job with this. Um, speaking about her character and then the series as a whole, um, it makes me really happy and, and really optimistic that the way they told the stories previously, like all of the Thanos stuff and about the infinity stones and like everything, whether you realized it or not was tying into a much bigger Mm -hmm. story. And they're, they're like already doing that. Like every little thing they show us is tying into some bigger picture that they're going to. Right. So uh, you're talking about Easter eggs now. Now you sent me a video that nines found. And yes. I think that you should share this Easter egg because when I watched it, when you sent it, I was like, holy crap. Like, I knew that moment in the show, but I didn't even pick up on what it was in reference to. And it's it's actually quite mind-blowing when you think about it. Oh, it 100% is. And uh, kind of like you said, when when Nines and I watched it yesterday, that moment in the show, we both like looked at each other. We're like, okay, who is that going to be? But then we didn't put two and two together until she found that video yeah. on TikTok. 
and what uh, what Cash is referring to is the point in the show where um, Agent Rambo and I think Darcy and Agent Jim um, are all uh, tossing ideas around about what to do and how to solve the problems and mm-hmm. da, 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 da. and something is mentioned about needing an astro astrophysicist. Yep. Is that what it was? And she said, I know just the astrophysicist that would be able to help us on this. And she picks up her phone and starts texting someone. And and Nines and I were like, okay, this is going to turn out to be somebody. Who Who is it? Well, on the TikTok video that she found and then shared with me that I shared with you, um, if, you know, you see her texting somebody and if the if you freeze frame it at the right moment you can you can zoom in on the dry erase board behind mm-hmm. them where they've like written down all kinds of ideas and things about their investigation and as she's texting whoever this person is this astrophysicist um there is a four on the dry erase board that has a circle like a circle around it and it's it's basically a hand-drawn version of the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. insignia. So I think that that little tip of the hat at the background of her texting, I think there's no way that the person that she's contacting is anyone yeah. but Reed Richards. I mean, it fits. He's, he's one of the biggest brains on the planet. Um, he's an astrophysicist. That's how the Fantastic Four end up getting their powers. Um, and I think that is the first reference slash kind of a tiny introduction of Reed Richards that will lead into the fantastic. Four. Yeah. So, and then this, this is kind of like playing along because they've now said that WandaVision is going to have that aha moment, like the, like the Luke Skywalker moment from Mandalorian that WandaVision is going to have one. And I, you know, you hear a lot of stories and I'm sure people have seen the articles that, Oh, it's, it could be Dr. Strange. And, you know, my theory was once I found out that, um, there were so many strong connections to Captain Marvel that maybe she's going to show up at some point during the show. Um, but then all of those are like, yeah, they're not really aha moments um, because they're all characters that we've seen fairly recently. You know, the Luke moment was, you know, fanboys and girls that haven't seen him since, you know, the uh, Rise of Skywalker. But those were like those uh, those movies that, you know, nobody really cared for and we didn't like the but now we got him back as you know young Jedi Luke at his prime. So I think for me, like when you sent me that, I was like, oh, well, the Fantastic Four—that's an aha moment. Like they're introducing, you might get your first look at the Fantastic Four before like their movie comes out. Yeah, uh, and that would mean that both of the gyms will be in one show again, <laughs> dude. That would. That would be so amazing if we get if we get Asian Jim and actual Jim together. It'd be so great. Yeah, uh, I did hear more theories about that too. Uh, that there was a rumor that there was going to be a post credit scene at the end of the show that was going to lead into Spider Man. So people were like, "Oh, we're going to see maybe Tobey Maguire show up or Andrew Garfield," which I'm like, probably not. But then I heard a rumor about uh, Sir Patrick Stewart possibly popping up as Magneto. I think, you know, there's so many after last night's episode that, that aha moment, there's so many, there's so many options for that to be now. Um, I think the, you know, obviously I'm pretty sure we're going to get a Benedict Cumberbatch like cameo. Like I think he's going to have to be 
um, play a big part in mm. stopping Wanda. But he's not really an aha moment. Yeah, it'd be like badass. Like, hey, there's Doctor Strange. But it makes sense for him to be there. And Captain Marvel, you would be like, oh, that's sweet. There's Captain Marvel. But it's not like, you know, okay, she she belongs here. Like, that, that would make sense. I think having, like, a Reed Richards show up, um, you know, John Krasinski has even Reed Richards, that would be an aha moment. Like, holy crap, Marvel kept it under wraps that he's Mr. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Here he is. Uh, that would be an aha moment. Having a Magneto show up, um, you know, as, you know, not to ruin what we're going to talk about in a few minutes, but Magneto show up um, either, you know, old Magneto, young Magneto, you know, whatever. Having him show up at all would be a huge aha moment. Um, a Professor X would be a, a huge thing. What about Deadpool? Um, there's so- what about Deadpool? What? <laughs> that it it could happen that would be so sweet but i think they're saving i think they're saving deadpool for um like a a show up in an actual yeah. movie uh deadpool is just in the last episode of one division turns out he's the big bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> or he just shows up and and caps her and leaves yeah, yeah, yeah and then he time jumps with cables uh little time watch <laughs> yeah. i think that's how that's how we're gonna get deadpool in whatever we see him in he's gonna like show up with cables little thing and be like who, where, who are <laughs> <Yeah. these> people <laughs> oh man yeah i don't i don't know it's it's crazy like what the aha moment will be and i mean we'll find out and how many more we got what four more episodes yeah, I really thought that the what we got last night at the end, that was what I thought was going to be the end of the series aha moment. I, I thought that was going to be like, holy crap. Because when that happened last night, I said, holy crap. Yeah, I was, I was, um, and this is the problem with like being on your phone before you watch it. I kind of saw a spoiler before we watched. Yeah, so I knew, but again, but again, this is completely different that for me than it is for you guys. Like, I'm enjoying it, but for that, I was like, eh, it, you know, that's cool. So, so let's just we'll go, we'll go ahead and okay. bust this door open. Um, you know, from probably the early stages of WandaVision, there was um, confirmation that Evan Peters, um, aka Quicksilver from the X Men movies. Um, was cast in a role, air quotes, a mm-hmm. role on WandaVision. Um, a lot of people thought, you know, we're going to see an alternate reality Quicksilver pop up. Um, other people thought they're going to put him as just a different role. And it would be like, hey, that's pretty funny. Like he plays Joe Schmo in this show, but in, you know, he also used to play Quicksilver and it'd just be like yeah. a funny thing. Um but but last night, you know, after the entirety of the episode, we saw we saw a few different things. We saw that um, Wanda basically says the the limit of her power; she cannot bring people back Correct. from the yep. dead. Okay. Um, we also saw in reference when her sons ask her if she has a brother, she says she does, but she speaks about him in the present tense, not that he's dead. Um, and that she misses him because, you know, he's so far away and it makes her sad. So, okay, she, she's sad. She's missing her brother. 
but she doesn't have the power to bring him back from the dead, which we all saw in Age of Ultron. Quicksilver be dead in the MCU. (laughs) So we get to the end of the episode and things are tense between Wanda and the Vision. You know, things he he's starting to realize that reality is not what it is, and he can't remember who he is, and he doesn't know why he's there. So his he's waking up, and it's mm-hmm. scaring Wanda. Um, and there's the knock at the door, and I think subconsciously, you know, her being scared that her re- new reality is falling apart, she does something pretty big, and attempts to patch her reality even more by bringing mm-hmm. her brother back but when the door opens you know we've seen or we've heard that she said she can't bring people back from the dead um, we see her brother but not as I don't even know what the guy's name yeah, was that played him in the MCU we see the Evan Peters as Quicksilver um, yeah. from the X-Men movies uh, and that, to me, that's the very first appearance of an actual mutant or an actual X-Men character in the MCU. Previously, we've never seen anyone as a mutant or any kind of reference to the actual X-Men. But boom, there he yeah. is. Right. And I thought it was really cool how they did it. Um, when uh, she goes to answer the door, they change the perspective of the camera view and it's the back of his head. And his hair and everything looks just like the one from Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it's it's going to be her brother. But then when the camera turns around, yeah, it's it, you said Evan Peters is that his name? Yeah, um, yeah. So that was that was yeah. kind of cool. Um, the what was I just? I just lost my train of thought. Brody made a, a connection of when he talks and he says, "Who's the popsicle?" Right. Uh, <laughs> explain that. Uh, because he's technically dead, so he's cold like a popsicle, and he's like colored red, so he's a popsicle. Yeah, he's like purplish red, like a popsicle. Yeah, I thought that was so. That was pretty. Um, there was something. Oh, uh, the other thing about his big reveal too was I really liked how they um, explained, air quotes if you will, explained uh, the change in characters, and Darcy says. She recast her brother. <laughs> well, yeah, because in Darcy's eyes, okay, they all know Quicksilver's dead, the mm-hmm. MCU Quicksilver. Um, and when she sees him as a different person, I think Darcy just assumes, like, holy crap, she just took one of these townspeople and he's playing the role mm-hmm. of her brother. But in reality, you know, Wanda, I think, searching to bring her brother back. Like, she wants her she wants her world back and her happiness back. And the, the two big things she lost were the Vision yeah. and Pietro. So she, to, in her attempt to bring him back, she can't bring him back from the dead. So she just ripped through reality and pulled this other Quicksilver yeah. to her reality. Which this series is going to lead up to Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness so it makes sense that now we're seeing that and they're you know starting to cross that that path i guess so yeah i thought it was pretty sweet um again for me i was like yeah you know that's pretty cool when i saw the spoiler i was like yeah you know and then like seeing brody's face last night when he watched it and he was like oh my god you know but i was like that's that's cool 
<laughs> I just think I think it's awesome because it opens the door for not just for the X Men to be there, but for some really cool storytelling. Because okay, now we've got um, okay the the MCU version of Quicksilver's dead, but now we got this this different one who knows a whole different timeline. He knows about Professor X and Wolverine and Magneto and all these people that in this universe, in the MCU, obviously have much different stories or maybe exist or maybe don't exist. So, you know, depending on how much, how much they let this character grow before other movies start coming out, you know, it, it just, you know, you wonder if he's going to go when all this is done and he's going to go search out this universe's version of the X-Men. Like, is he going to go try to find wherever the MCU's Charles Xavier is? Like, is he just, you know, living in upstate New York, chilling? Or is he actually Professor X and Ben yeah. living undercover this whole time? Yeah, it'll be pretty, pretty sweet yeah. to see what they do, so... I'm I'm pretty excited for it, and this just I think adds even more fuel to the fire for the uh, conspiracy theories rumor mill about the Spider-Man movie that's in the works, and that you might see the you know Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire along with Tom Holland and all the previous villains and stuff like that. I think that's very accessible now more than ever. Oh, for and almost it almost. Uh doesn't have to be pulled that way but it, it opens the door for it to be like oh okay that makes yeah. sense you know and i mean in uh far from home they kind of hinted at the the multiverse already and you know the spider-verse and stuff with right. magneto and not magneto. uh excuse me mysterio. mysterio um you know when they made yeah. reference to that and then you know that movie played out the way it was and you're like oh okay they just did that to tease us but now there could be some real relevance to it right if it's true that the the wandavision is supposed to take place before far from home uh maybe mysterio was listening to the story about it in a way like what was going on with the last few and he just takes multiverse trauma and just like hey mm -hmm. this, this is a good idea mm -hmm. And not to, you know, I don't want to spoil, because who knows what the MCU is actually going to do with this story. I don't want to give away the entire farm here, but if you're a, you know, if you're a real big nerd like we are, if you want to do a little bit of your own research, um, a really cool storyline in the comics is a Spider-Man storyline um, called One More Day. Mm -hmm. Go 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 check that out and I believe a version of that or part of that story is going to play out eventually in this next uh, MCU phase. All right. Well, we'll have to check that out because I'm not familiar with that one. I think it's I think one more or one last day. So, something like something like that. But it's it's a, it's a Spidey centric story and it's it is badass. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll look up those comics and check it yeah. out for sure. Um, uh, shifting views here now. I think we're we're pretty well wrapped up on WandaVision for now, right? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> this series, WandaVision, is going to go up until, what, the first Friday in March or the second Friday in March, something like that. And then that's supposed to be right where um, or in that vicinity that uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier picks up, right? Where that starts? 
I believe so. Like we maybe have a, a one week break between, or it might be, Hey, this ends one week and this starts the yeah. next week. Uh, one of the, the things that we're seeing with these shows and a lot of the rumors that are coming up with the Disney plus series is that, um, which I think is inevitable is that you're going to see uh, major characters from the movies crossing over into the shows and vice versa. Um, but I think uh, you're going to see more and more of that. One of the rumors that we're seeing now for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which just makes sense to me, is that um, you're going to see Rhodey, that War Machine is going to be in the series for a short time, too. Yeah, I've I, I've heard that, and I think it it's both a cool thing, like that, that'll be awesome to see him either just as Rhodey or as War Machine, uh, but it also makes total sense. Like it, it, it will fit well with the story yeah and i mean the banter between uh Rhodey and um actually both of them with uh the winter soldier and falcon is is pretty good so i could see him totally you know being in on this series for for a short time and with his own uh you know with his own show coming up soon um in the next couple of years that you know they're gonna keep i think focusing on him in little little bursts just so we don't forget about him you know yeah and hopefully it shows that, you know, post end game that there's still like an established hierarchy, like just because Tony's gone and cap is not, you know, the same cap we've seen um, that there's still an Avengers or that at least there's still like a network of connected people that if something happens, okay, boom. Yeah. They're still here. And then going from Falcon and the winter soldier, uh, we now got the news of the new, well, the talk about the release for uh, a Wakanda Disney Plus series. What, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think that's really interesting. And um, at first when I saw it, I'm like, oh, okay, are they going to do this Wakanda series instead of a Black Panther 2? Um, just because obviously they have the issue of, of, trying to figure out what they're going to do with the black mm -hmm. Panther character now. And that, okay, if we could just call it out, you know, if it's a Wakanda series, you know, we don't necessarily need the black Panther in it. You know, we can have these side characters carry the storyline. Uh, but I, it sounds like that it, they're going to both happen. Like black Panther two is still happening. And this Wakanda series is. happening. Yeah. And I, I can't help but wonder, like you said, is the Wakanda series going to be focused on, like tales of Wakanda and, you know, events that happen to the people there, or is it going to focus more on like uh, Shuri, you know, coming up, Suri, Shuri? Yeah. Coming up and, you know, the, the rumors is that she's going to take over the Black Panther mantle. Um, is it going to be more about her and they're just kind of titling it Wakanda? Um, I don't know, but I'm, I mean, given how things are going with WandaVision and, you know, the anticipation between Falcon and the Winter Soldier and everything that the MCU is doing, I don't see why this series would be any any different. You know, the, the bar's been set pretty high, so I'm pretty confident that they'll do a really good job with it. And I think I mentioned maybe a, a episode or two ago, I really like these idea of these Disney yeah. Plus series. Like, they don't necessarily have to be you know, a 10 season, you know, holy crap, we got 10 seasons of Spider-Man or Ant-Man or, you know, it can be a limited series, kind of like in the comics, they have a limited series. Like, okay, WandaVision, we got nine episodes and it's done and we're moving on to the next story. You know, that Wakanda series could be, 
you know, uh, just an avenue to tell, you know, this handful of stories and then they'll move on to Moon Knight or what, you know, whatever they want to do next. Which Moon Knight's another one that uh, we've talked about in the past. Like, I don't know much about his backstory and stuff, but I'm pretty excited to, to see what that brings. You know, I think mm-hmm. that'll be good. Um, one of the other things we posted on the Nerds and Beer page recently was uh, new photos that emerged from the set of Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, so we, yes. with those pictures, we've got confirmation that the Guardians are going to indeed be there. Right. Um, as long as I also saw, I think it was on Jimmy Kimmel. No, I'm so, Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. They were doing a, a birthday celebration for Guillermo, who turned 50. <laughs> And the Guardians yeah. were on a plane flying to the the set, and Chris Pratt even says, you know, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but we're on our way to shoot, you know, our scenes for Thor, which I thought was pretty funny. But then you see the pictures, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, Thor's got a couple new looks. Um, some of the rumors I'm hearing about is that he's actually going to start the movie as Fat Thor still. Um, and then <laughs> as the movie progresses, he's going to, you know, come back as the Thor that we know. Um, but some of the pictures you see him wearing like a leather jacket with the, a sleeveless jacket, if you will. Um, and so a lot of people are saying that that could be a nod towards, uh, Eric Masterson, who is Thunderstrike in the comics. Um, and mm-hmm. they're saying, well, he could be named Thunderstrike. That could be his nickname for the guardians of the galaxy when he joins them. So, uh, your guys' thoughts on that? I think it's pretty sweet that they would tie it in that way yeah. without tying it in that way, you know, without having to create the the character. They could just give that nod to him. So what do you yeah. guys think? I think that's cool. Yeah, I think it, it's it's a it's a pretty cool, pretty what? cool way to do things. Um uh, I am very offended though that you're still shaming <laughs> Thor. It's just Thor. He's not that's that Thor. That's what we call him on the internet, Fat Thor. <laughs> well, didn't they, don't they already have no. that character of Thunderstrike already in the Thor movie stuff? Who? Eric something. Eric Masterson? Yeah, isn't he one of the guys in the first two Thor films? I don't know. Well, that's a pretty deep cut. Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, if anybody it. knows, it's going to be you, Brody. Yeah, let me check it. Oh, he's Googling it. I'm going to Google it. Well, uh, Brody, is that? Uh, um, I I think having him as Thunderstrike, or even just even if they don't refer to him as that, if they have him in that outfit where it's like, okay, that's the exact thing yeah. that Thunderstrike wears. You know, that's a cool tip. Yeah, of that. I think that's pretty sweet. Speaking of Thunderstrike, uh, as I was perusing the aisles at the local Wally Mart, um, one of the WalMarts in Lansing had that. Marvel Legend figure of Thunderstrike. Yeah, that's there's one uh, a couple um, on the pegs here at our Wally Mart, and I I was thinking about picking it up. I haven't yet, but now that it may end up in a movie, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah get it before it's gone. <laughs> um, I probably won't though. I, like I said, I don't usually get the the Marvel Legends, but we did get the uh, three of the Into the Spider Verse characters, so those were pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, Peter Porker. Yeah, Spider Ham. Yep, yep. He uh, came with uh, he came with Gwen Stacy in the bag. 
That's the the only one that I will dislike appearing in the next Spider-Man movie. If they if they have Spider Ham, I'm gonna be. I like, hope oh, that man. if they do the the multiverse thing, like McClunky's talking so much about, that they bring in Peter B. Parker and he's just a train wreck, like he is in the <laughs> in the animated show. <laughs> he is with like like different shoes on and sweatpants. Live action, <laughs> yeah, yeah, live action. That'd be sweet. So. Can they? I if they do that, I really hope that they have uh, Nick. It's Nick, right? Yeah, Nick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man! So, well, that's all I uh, I had to tackle this episode. So, is there anything else you boys want to talk about? No, I don't think. I don't think so. I think we uh, we did some serious work here. You know, I've I've just spent a lot of time digging into Wandavision, and I just encourage people because I have a lot of friends that are like mild nerds they're not like hardcore like me um and they watch mcu stuff and watch star wars but um if you haven't watched wandavision you need to check it out and just give it a chance i know those first two episodes people are like what the f is this but just get by those first two episodes yeah and it's it's funny because there's two sides to that coin for you as like a, a super fan of marvel and the comics, like you're seeing everything, like you already read the comics, you know, the storylines, and now you're getting to see some of those things come to, you know, live action, which is always sweet. Um, and then for people like me, I'm not so much in on all the Marvel stories, right. but I get to see the live action. And then you mm-hmm. talk to me about like, oh, this does this, or this means this. And then I get to go back and check out the comics and be like, oh, okay, this is all making sense now and connect the dots from a different point of view that, that you see. So I think, like I said, I enjoy the show and I'm, I'm liking what I see. I may not be super excited yet, but you know, I'm sure by the last episode of the season, I'll be on the Nerds and Beer podcast going, oh my God, this series was amazing. You know? And I just, you know, I'm I'm excited for it as it's going on for two fronts. One, you know, it's a cool story that's happening and a cool story that we're watching. But also, I, I think I've said it a bunch of times, it's just opening so many doors, whether it's a little door that may take four or five years for them to get to to tell that story, or it's a big door that we're going to see in the next four movies. Uh, it's it's opening a yeah. ton of yeah, but it's, it's funny because they even did that with uh, the Avengers and you know the individual movies building up to the Avengers movies and, and stuff and I mean you're talking about a 10 year period for all those movies and stuff and looking back at it now you're like man it sure didn't feel like 10 years right. you know the content was so yeah. good that it carried over even those gaps in between movies and, and shows and everything there was so much content and people were still finding stuff that it like just flew by. And it's funny because people rewatch those films and they catch details because not these newer films have come out. And they're like, oh. Yeah, and I think they do not to not to open another huge door for a conversation because I know we we're wrapping things up, but like you said, um, they're putting stuff in the new content that maybe at the time at the time they filmed Avengers yeah. or Age of Ultron. They didn't have any plans for it then, but now they're like going, Hey, we can go back and tie this into here. We can tie this into here. And it just adds so many layers right, yeah. to even the old stuff. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens. I'm very interested too, because Google, yep. Google on their cast list, which their cast list isn't always accurate, but it sometimes is. They had Evan Peters already listed on there, but they didn't have a character name. And they had um, the guy that plays Ultron, James. Um, 
batter, Spader. Yeah, they had him on there. Spader. Um, I just I have one quick question, and we'll see we'll see if you guys can can answer it. Okay, since I watched Wandavision last night, and they had the big reveal as, as Evan Peters as Quicksilver. What song have I been singing on a loop? <laughs> oh God, it's the the one from X Men when he's running around the room. <laughs> you got two oh, choices. God, what is it? I can't even remember. Oh, I, I... Yeah, you ready? You ready for it? If I could <laughs> save time, time in the bottle. bottle. <laughs> yeah, he's just going through that whole montage of just running up. Where he's like, yeah, running around. And he's and, moving stuff around. Yeah. And... Here's a quick shout out to, I, I don't know why, but for some reason that song makes me think of Paul Alford. So, Paul, oh. wherever you are. Paul. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, he's just moving stuff around. Yeah. Doesn't he talk to some of the people too? Doesn't he just sit there and start talking to some of them too? He does all kinds of stuff. He moves bullets around and makes I feel like that, that scene alone was one of like the the most memorable scenes in that movie. The and the other Quicksilver scene from the the other one, those are highlights of those movies. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in those movies, but the those quicksilver scenes are some yeah. of the best. Yeah, I remember hearing that he was one of the favorite things from those films. Like he was one. Of the... Well, yeah, and that version of Quicksilver is so great. I mean, he's funny. Mm-hmm. His powers are awesome, and I think it's just not knocking the guy that played him in the MCU, but it, <laughs> there's so much more to that character than the one that they offed yeah. in Age of Ultron. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, while we're talking about this and like people coming back and you know you know, Quicksilver coming back. We also need to take this moment and appreciate the fact of one other thing that made a reappearance in the last episode of WandaVision. Wanda's accents coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did see that when she, when she um, leaves the bubble and she starts losing her shit, like, Oh, she's, she's going. So Sokovia. when they were doing the, the sitcom, uh, the 80s sitcom, was anybody else curious if uh, Mary Kay or Ashley Olsen was going to show up in there too? <laughs> I was really hoping for Dave Coulier. Uncle Jesse. Where's Uncle Jesse? <laughs> yeah. So who knows? We may, we may get that because, you know, we still may see another sitcom or two played out and we, or, or how about Bob yeah, Saget? Yeah, there could, you go. I don't think he's doing much these days. <laughs> he's a, I see like he's made a few TikToks too. <laughs> oh, oh man, good stuff. Uh, yeah, because the drone that they used to spy, spy spy on her and then try to kill her and then she like throws like yeets it out of the barrier. Well. <laughs> Either he, he used it, yeets it again. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> has a Stark Industries logo on it too. Yo, the one yeah, from the 80s? And yeah, and those commercial scenes, too, those weird commercial scenes that make it feel more like a sitcom, those have deeper meanings, too. I've dug into those a little bit and been like, okay, what does this mean? What does that mean? Well, the paper towel, the Lagos one, that Lagos is the, isn't that the country in um, Civil War where they're chasing crossbones and Wanda ends up throwing them up and the, the bomb yeah. kills all those people? 
That's I think. Yeah, and I heard like there was the toaster one with the toaster. People were like, it resembled Vision a little bit with the the thing in the front. But uh, it's Stark Industries, and you can hear the noise is a little bit, almost sounds like a ticking time bomb almost. And there's another one, like when they push the thing down, it sounds like yeah, powering up. Like, uh, the soap commercial, also that's a reference from uh, Agents of Shield. Uh, Coulson brings it up at one point. Now there's something I really want to see tied back in. I want to see. I want to see Coulson back in the MCU proper, not just on the TV. I'm show. surprised they haven't brought him back already. You know? Yeah. But. All right, boys, well, we're running a little long here. Yeah, but we, we had a lot of good content, so we, we, did, we did good. So, as always, we want to thank everybody for taking time out of your day and checking us out. And, you know, we're just a couple average guys here who like to share our view on everything nerd. So, we appreciate you guys. Speak for yeah. yourself. Who's average? We're super. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you haven't checked out any of our previous episodes uh, or if you missed a few, go back and check those out. They're all available on Anchor and Spotify. So check us out. We're, uh, you don't even have to pay for a subscription to Spotify. We're totally free on there. This, this, all this good yeah, content is yeah, free. So, um, again, uh, we'll, we'll, work on these episodes as we can. I know Joe, your schedule has been pretty hectic. Mine has too. So um, we'll try to, you know, keep you guys informed on everything nerd when we can in between, you know, family day to day life. So, um, but uh, yeah, just stay tuned to our Facebook page too. We'll be, you know, talking about stuff on there as well. So. And all right, here, here's your homework listening audience between now and our next episode. I expect you to go, Read a comic book. I don't care what. Just go read a comic. Could it be Archie too? <laughs> it could. I'm fine with that. Then you'd be good for what's that show? River, <laughs> Riverdale. Riverdale. Never watched it. <laughs> yeah. No nines and uh, nines and buckets watch it. But all right. Well, uh, yeah. So McClunky, what do they got to do? Uh, wash your hands. For, uh, wear your mask correctly and. Uh, uh, stay six feet apart, and uh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. thanks for listening to uh, another episode of Nerds and Beer, everybody. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Nerd out, nerd nation. <laughs> hey, yeet. yeet. Yeah. Yeet. Out of your sensei. Booyaka shot.